Okay, here we go. Hey, hey, Joey. <laughs> hello, Mike Lawson. And hello to everybody listening. My name is Mike. That's Joe. I live in the San Francisco Bay Area. Joe lives in LA. We've been friends for over 15 years, and every single week we call one another and we catch up. Yes, we do, Mike Lawson. Yes, we do. That is what we do. Every single week, without fail, we never miss a week. And I'm going to tell you something. I'm going to count it because I said I know we're going to take a break, but what people don't realize is we've continued to record. We're just not releasing those episodes. We still call one. <laughs> <We> oh, <laughs> we just don't record it. Yeah, I didn't say that we record it, every, that we release it every week. Um, hey, well, this is a special episode. Um, as we mentioned in the last episode when we were talking about the break, we are um, celebrating something. We're celebrating our 200th episode. Uh, coming soon is our fifth anniversary as well of doing this, so it's kind of all coming together right here and so we're taking a little bit of time um and we thought we would throw something up on the feed which is our very first episode uh that we ever uh, released kind of right joey it is i know we recorded i know that there's a pilot episode that we yeah. never released floating around somewhere it was uh at one time on our website um just kind of there but we didn't want it to be part of the feed for some reason just because it was so awful so was it really bad? Like, I don't remember. I, I have zero memory of it. I think there was just a lot of like inside baseball. So we're like, um, uh, I don't know, talking about microphones and Mandy's you know, going to love hearing this story. <laughs> the structure of kind of what we were putting together. By the way, this and Mandy. I'm going to tell you something. Uh-huh. I'm friends with her on Instagram. Yeah. I'm going to tell you something. I have a new theory now. If okay. you're one of these people who you have to put. Don't talk to every every post this Mandy puts up is about what a bitch she is when she drinks coffee when she, when she doesn't have her coffee in the morning. And I'm gonna say every if, single post, Joey. Mike, I'm gonna say nearly. I'm gonna say ninety percent of her posts. I don't remember. I follow her, and all I know are like baby pictures. There's ba- well, that's ten percent of it. Ten percent is, is her kid. Okay. Now the nine nine out of ten pictures are. Don't fucking talk to me if I haven't had my coffee. And I must say, if you're one of those people, you're a terrible person. It's it's not the coffee. No coffee. I mean, I don't have anything to say to that. But um, I remember one time she screamed. We used to live together. Derail this. <laughs> I used to live together, and she screamed at me because she said I left toast crumbs on the counter. Screamed. I can see being annoyed. Right. I'm not. I'm not denying. That. I'm giving her that. Screamed, Mike Lawson. Red in the face. Screamed. Yeah. <laughs> um, as I was saying, mm-hmm. <laughs> episode one, um, we recorded like an episode, uh, but something about it we just didn't want to put out. And we knew all along we were going to record an episode one after that. So we got our shit together. We put out an episode. Do you remember the date of that episode, Joey, by any chance? I sure do, Mike Lawson, because I just happened to look at it today. It was January 27th, 2013. Interesting. So, I mean, maybe now let's talk a little bit about schedule before we replay that episode. Is that okay, Joe? That's fine with me. 
Uh, so this week uh, is uh, the you know the beginning of January. So we just really we're going to release episode one here, mm-hmm. and you can expect next week we're going to do a little something special and replay another episode that we really like. And the weekend after or the week after that, we're going to do the same thing. So we'll have uh, a couple of repeats in here. And you just said our uh, first episode was released on January 27th. To celebrate that, we're going to put out our uh, a new episode on January 27th, uh, episode 201, to kind of celebrate the five-year anniversary and um, get back in the groove of doing this every single week. Yes, Mike Lawson. And you know what else? I don't think we've formally announced this, and I'm very excited about this. For the first time in a very long time, our entire catalog is available to you to download. You know, yeah. for a long time, you could only get, because there was a glitch, uh, the last 50 episodes. Now, you can go all the way back to episode one. You could relive our shitty days to our glory days. I'm and a- I think a couple of the episodes we're going to replay, um, I think it's really, it's, uh, the the ones we're going to do next week and the week after are a nice kind of catch up with catching up. Yeah. I really do like it. So Yeah. All right. Um, I do want to tell people real quick before we. I don't know why that was funny. Hey, we're um we're gonna replay the episode in a second, but also uh, our website is redesigned. So if you go to catchinguppodcast dot com, you could see uh some some stuff there. Our full catalogs there. If you're not an iTunes or Stitcher person and want to listen on the web, all the episodes are there um as well. Now let me ask you a question, Mike Lawson. We're gonna play episode one. What do you remember about episode one? Um, I. It's kind of cheating because I re-listened to um, kind of one of the clip shows that we did Mm -hmm. that talked specifically about episode one. So I I feel like my memory of it is probably very clear just because I got the refresher, you know, this this afternoon when I listened to that clip show. Okay. What do you remember? I, I, I I don't remember. Please tell me. (laughs) <laughs> well, then we're gonna. Why don't we just play it? Why do we have to? Oh, that's right. Here's what I remember. Here's what I remember. Yeah, I think this is the episode where I tell a story about when, like, I clogged up Chris Mercedes' toilet. Is it that episode? I'm not entirely sure of that. And it rained rem- poo water on them. Oh, that was so embarrassing. Well, well, why don't we just play, Joey? Why are we? I mean, why do you have to retell the story and then replay it? I also think we used to do something different. I don't know. If, we we fixed this early on. We fixed this early on, but I think even episode one, we were doing this thing where, like, and I think this was a my idea and it was a bad idea and you fixed it, but where we told all our personal stories up, like, in other words, I would tell all my personal stories, then you would tell your personal stories, and then you, I would do all my new stories, and then you would do all, we didn't take turns. Yeah. That's it. I, let's see. Um, I do know our pace is so much different, Joey. It's weird. Oh, it is? Like, we're, I think... It's kind of awkward, like almost like first date talk where like oh, really? nobody wants to talk over one another. Every we're a little more like polite to each other. The Which I is interesting also, because like, the big thing is Taylor the Latte Boy from uh the award winning podcast Pod is my co pilot hated me yeah. early on. Yeah. He said I was really mean. But I, I I almost mean like polite with conversation, not like you don't say mean things to me. You certainly do. But I mean like <laughs> We don't step over one another. I feel like right now you kind of have a better feeling of when I'm about to finish a phrase and you kind of let me finish my phrases. I don't know. It's I think we've just gotten better at kind of communicating with each other. It's weird. I think you're right because I remember in the early days 
when I took over the editing, it would take me so long to edit an episode. And we would cut out, like, I would cut out huge. Remember, we even used to release them on a mini episode, like all the stuff we cut out. Um, because of just, we would talk over each other or whatnot. And now I think you just care less too. No, 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 no. It's not that it it was something about just like you understand it's less consequential. Yeah. I think I was trying to, I I would cut out whole conversations where now just keep that conversation. Like if we go on a huge tangent, I'm just keeping that tangent. About Mandy, for example. (laughs) It's not a tangent. That's (laughs) relevant to all conversations, but, um, but But what I'm saying is, like, you're right. We do have a better sense of when we finish talking and when we don't finish talking, which really means I just keep talking until I take a breath and you can get a word in. <laughs> but um, what another thing I want to talk about was, do you remember how the show started? Well, what's weird, yeah, um, I did hear. I basically, what I say at the top of every episode where I'm like, hi, I'm Mike, that's Joe. I live in San Francisco. Wait, all of that is was just imp- like. We were just like, okay, let's start this, and it just became kind of structure that it that I repeat that that wasn't mm-hmm. something we planned out or wrote. And basically, we hit record, and I just kind of threw out an intro because I I feel like I'm better at kind of saying the boring words, and then you would have said something witty, and then you know back and forth there it goes. So I think that's how it starts. I think I just kind of started an introduction like that you know what else i remember is uh I, what i was talking about was like even before the show i'm talking about um the history because i remember you were living in arizona and you and i you and i wouldn't talk that often actually like i feel once you left california like okay when you lived here in california you and i would see each other all the time all the time yeah all the time and then you moved away. And we saw each other less. It's so weird, Joe. Yeah. We saw each other a bunch <laughs> less, but we also didn't talk. To, I'm like, you have a whole yeah. chapter in your life. I like, I know that there's this Drew person and another boyfriend that I have. I don't know. I had two boyfriends. Yeah. I had two boyfriends in Phoenix. Well, what's weird, like our, I think our relationship, it's weird because we did talk on the phone a lot. But, you're, you're like the only friend I'll talk to on the phone. I don't talk to anyone on the phone. But we would talk occasionally when occasionally, we were in SoCal. Like, maybe like but a, a few lot of times it was a year. face to face. Yeah. yeah, but I think when you were in Phoenix, it was a few times. Yeah, we would. You know what? That's what it is. We didn't talk that often because we our relationship in Southern California was very face to face. Yeah, and then we would we talk did, a few times a year when you were in Arizona. We did eventually start talking when I was in Phoenix, though, before I moved here to the Bay Area, because I remember marathon conversations with you about the game night guys podcast that i did well i remember you told me about it and then i started listening and i became actually a big fan of the game night guys yeah and there was one time actually on a game as an inside joke you you gave brian my name or something like it was was a role-playing game or something you you gave him joe batanz and he was like something 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 jam hand something something something, joe batanz and I remember I, so I had all these questions. I was so fascinated by the by yeah. the idea of podcasting. What yeah. year was that? What would that be? Like 2008, 2009? Uh, well, I moved to SoCal and I mean, sorry, to Phoenix in 2007, 8, 9, maybe even 2010 because I moved to the Bay Area in like 2012, 2013. Okay. And so then you were doing Game Night Guys and then I started, we, we, we haven't talked about it this much, inspired by you. I started a podcast. I went a whopping four episodes called Wait, Wait, Group Therapy. Yeah. 
which I thought was super funny, uh, but was in desperate need of some technical. Oh, the sound was terrible. And what's funny is I didn't know what you were talking about. And yeah. I, could I you think- listen to that show now? Not like content aside. If you turned on a podcast and it was that shitty, would no, you have, would no, you listen to no. it? No, I have yeah. I have the episodes. I they have were really it. good, but you had like one mic in the middle of a table of yeah. people. And like Ugh. an echoey room and like people would talk over. Oh my God, it was awful. So we did four <laughs> episodes of that. Uh-huh. And then I, I had to bite my tongue so hard to not throw shade <laughs> right now. I like wanted to do like an inside joke about some of, you know, one of our podcasting friends, but I really didn't <laughs> but now i want to hear i'll cut it out no 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 tell me later because what if i don't i don't i didn't have one in mind specifically but like i was just like don't pick i wasn't gonna i don't know any people with really shitty audio i was just gonna throw shade go on i'm trying to think of someone who did Kyle. i don't mind saying it anyway but i you know what's funny too to me is i would hear about all these pride 48 people and you guys game night guys would do the pride 48 events yeah. and i would listen live i was a big game night guys fan yeah. And then I remember I ended, or I hadn't done wait, wait, group therapy in a while, or I don't remember. But you said, I think you and I were having a really good conversation. You like, and you said, like, we should do a podcast together. Yeah. And then I was like, all right, all right. I I would have never guessed it would have gone five years. I would have never guessed that. I don't. It, what's weird? It doesn't even feel like five. Like that's a lot of time. And you, you're right. And it's. I mean, we make jokes about every single week, and certainly we've taken breaks. But joke. there was a time, Joey, where we were putting out two episodes a week. Remember when we were doing mini oh, yeah. episodes? We were doing mini so, episodes. We've done a lot. So we've that we're at episode two hundred, but there's a bunch of half ep- episodes in there, like thirty five, and then thirty five point five, and forty, and forty point. You know what I mean? So. We've probably done quite a bit. Which, yeah, because I think Cameron is on one of those mini... Cameron's on one of the mini episodes, right? Remember where Joey Buhecker, like, badgered him? Sure. I do. I don't remember. Anyway, uh, okay, so now you're going to hear episode one. This is, like... It, yeah, I, I remember- before we go, though, yeah. before we go, I wanted to uh, give a special shout-out to Laurel McDaniel, who's a friend of the show, um, and she went to catchinguppodcast.com, and there's a contact form, and she sent us a nice messenger. Um, email just got weird. We're, we're not using email anymore. We're using that contact form, but it's super easy to get in touch with Joe, Mike, or the both of us by going to catching up podcast.com and filling it out just like laurel did and she sent the nicest message joe texted me right after we got it and told me to read my email because he he knew it would make me smile as well you know what my favorite part was what um, her compliments to you compliments to me but also (laughs) insulting joe don't no no no, you had to cut that (laughs) out why you think because she's in the show no that i think it's fucked up that she sent us this message and then you're like putting that i don't think she didn't okay, give us permission all right to all right, all right i'll cut it out the, the weird thing about that though you're gonna do like a beep so then people will know she said something scandalous but they won't know what it is <laughs> that's the best part so and all weird. the fucking narcissistic pride 48 people are gonna be like is it me is it me <laughs> <laughs> uh but laurel thank you for the message if you want to send a message just like laurel by the way did either of us respond to her actually I'll do, I'll do that before this comes out. Yeah, oh, of course. I remember now. I did. I did. I'll do it after we publish this. <laughs> but, um. Well, I'll be honest. And this might be boring anyone listening. I Can we respond just via Gmail? Um, yes. Oh, okay. uh, when you look at it, you'll laugh at how silly. There's the Laurel put in her email address. Oh, okay. So, yes, we can. Um, 
So thank you guys, uh, or I'm sorry, thank you, Laurel, and anybody else who wants to send us a message. We'd love to hear from you. Uh, go to catchinguppodcast.com to do it. And you thought we'd have nothing to talk about. Um, why don't we play episode one because this is getting long because we still have an entire episode we're tagging on to the end of this. Mike, um, so, I thought this was going to make a five-minute like intro to this episode. I know. Not even five, like, like in, two minutes. In normal Joe Batane's fashion, you were like, well, I don't even know what I'm going to say. <laughs> Okay, uh, episode one from way back, way back when, um, a good five years ago. Um, let us know if you think anything's changed since then. Here it is. Hi, Joe. Hi, Mike. <laughs> so, episode one, um, my name's Mike, and that's Joe, and this is our very first episode of the Catching Up podcast, and we're two friends that have been friends for over a decade, and... We just call each other every week and we catch up. Is that right? That is right, Mike. <laughs> so how are you, Joe? I'm doing well. Now, wait. I have a quick question because we did a pilot episode. Yeah. And and I said I was going to be doing things that week. Do I reference that episode? Sure. By the way, you can download that pilot episode on our website. What is our website, Joe? It's CU Podcast. That's the letter C, the letter U, and podcast.com. Good job. <laughs> Thank you. Um... Yeah, so in that uh, podcast, I said I was going to meet with a guy named Mark Salata. Oh, yeah. How did that go? I didn't meet with him. Oh. <laughs> I forgot to tell him that I was meeting with him. So it didn't happen. But, um, one, you know, here's a weird thing. I've been doing this all week is, well, a few weeks ago, I had a color with my niece. Have you ever colored? Like in a coloring book? Yeah, but with, like in, as an adult. You're forgetting that I worked with kids for like 10 years. Um, It's super therapeutic. Sure. I kind of loved it. It's brainless and you mm -hmm. just do something without thinking about anything. Exactly. Uh-huh. So why did I go on Amazon and buy Crayolas? <laughs> Shut and up. Adult, well, they have coloring books for adults. Are you going to go to the park and do it and have kids like come around and color with you? No, no, no. They're adult coloring books. Oh, they are? Yeah, they sell adult coloring books. Like what? what are they? I don't get that. It's just, I mean, in theory, a child could color them, but the kid would have to be really into coloring. Like, they're just, like, really intricate designs, and there's no, like, you know, like, Dora the Explorer is not there okay. or anything like that. It's just, like, they're just ornamental, pretty much. Actually, think about it. I got my sister, for Christmas, a coloring book. This was not this year, but the year before. I got her a coloring book of, like, Day of the Dead stuff. I, I almost bought that one. And it's, like, it's really this intricate. It's the same company. Oh, okay. Okay, yes. And she I almost like, bought that one. She uh, xeroxed them. Is that the verb you use? She photocopied them, and then like just colors them, and then throws them away. Oh, I've been actually coloring in the book. Ugh, I'm so stupid. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, sometimes. Well, by the way, they're three dollars. I don't know what I'm complaining <laughs> about. I go to this office to write sometimes. And, uh, there's a guy, so I was writing, but then what I, so I'm also into this, um, spiritual teacher named Marianne Williamson. Sounds boring. Okay. But I was listening to one of her meditations and coloring, but I had my headphones in and I was just sitting in this office and I guess this guy that works at the office I was at named Paul, I guess I didn't need to say his name, but <laughs> this guy that the office I was working at, he came up to me and he was like, well, he was walking by and he was like, hi, Joe. Hi, Joe. And then finally someone had to tell him I was had headphones in. But the point is, that's just a typical story. He must have thought I was the biggest, like, 
jerk lunatic, like just sitting there coloring. Look, Asperger's. He's met you before, right? So he knows you don't have Asperger's. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. He. I don't know. He's met me before, but I don't know if he knows I don't have Asperger's. I was just sitting like a fat lunatic, just coloring. <laughs> he was that was like the biggest lunatic. And here's the other thing too. So what? And I, you and I have talked about this before, but there's nothing more that I love than like a greasy spoon, like burger place. Yeah. So there's one close by to that office, and I went there for breakfast yesterday. Mm-hmm. With like grill, like hash browns yes. from the grill. Exactly. It's a great breakfast. So it's good. Ch- it's cheap. Yeah. It's good. Yeah. I was meeting my friend Pat there. and um, But this is, this is to show you the absurdity that I attract. So I'm just sitting there waiting. Now, when I got there, it wasn't super crowded. I ordered my breakfast burrito. Okay. And I was sitting there waiting. You ordered before Pat showed up? Yes. Okay. I know it's weird, but I did. Yeah, I didn't even think about that till right now. Sounds like something that somebody with Asperger's might do. Exactly. Well, yeah, I have Asperger's. Anyway, um, that's actually the name of this place, Asperger's. That is a, wait, okay. <laughs> I want to say for the record that is the cheapest joke, and I want you to know I have a British friend who said, "Well, in England we say Aspergers," and I go, "You know what? I like that better than saying Asperger's." But I went with the cheap joke, and I'm sorry. I apologize. <laughs> anyway, so I ordered the breakfast burrito, and I'm sitting there. I'm waiting for the breakfast burrito. And this guy just walks up to me and he's holding a burger. And he goes, Can I sit with you? And I. No. Did you say no? Well, I looked around and there were no tables, I guess. And I go, Uh, "Uh, okay, fine, right? And he sits down. (laughs) And so now I'm in, now I'm trapped with this guy in this table. He's eating his burger. I don't know whether. Hold on, hold on. Was he good looking? No. Uh, Oh, okay. Imagine an ugly Prince Harry, uh, but like super, super, super skinny, not like gross and bad teeth. It was bad. Okay. So he sits down. I will say in fairness to him, he wolfed down that burger in like under two minutes. So it wasn't that long of a commitment, but then he stood up and he goes, thanks a lot for letting me sit with you or something like that. Right. And then (laughs) why was there this fat Mexican lady with her fat Mexican kids? And they're like, Oh, can we sit down with you? And I'm like, what? I was like, no. And so then I, um, I, I, I said, just, just take the table. And then I just waited for another table. But, but who's thinking that you can just sit down with somebody at a table when they're just sitting there? Well, it was a busy place, wasn't it? But why with me? I, look, I feel that I, at least I try to, uh, foster this. I feel that I give off the sense of like, I will molest your kids and I will kill you. <laughs> You do give that off. I'm trying to cultivate that. It's a, it's a thing I'm trying to do. And so, why would they, there's so many people that they could sit with? Were there why. were there though other empty ta- or not empty but like single solo eaters? Yes, yes. This lady was gonna fat. Uh, she was gonna shove her fat two Mexican girls and her with me in there. Oh my god! They would get the jaws of life to get us out of there. It would been horrible. <laughs> It's been terrible, um, but I have something to talk to you about as well that I think you will be able. You're going to like this one. Okay, go. So I had a call Verizon this week. Okay, you're you're with Verizon. No, okay. I just call them from time to time, check in. <laughs> okay, see how they're doing, <laughs> seeing if they're really how their coverage is going. Right. And um, I called Verizon to change my plan. And look, I want everyone to know who's listening. All four the- people. All four, me, you, and my two friends, and your two friends. So six people. <laughs> okay. So, the, so to your two friends. So the, to two friends who haven't met me, I recognize something. 
I think my voice is kind of attractive because whenever I talk to like service people <laughs> and they're gay, they like fall in love with me and they flirt with me. And so I flirt back to get shit. Little do they know that, uh, that I look like a troll. Okay. <laughs> Come on. But wait, what did you get? What did you get for free? Nothing, but I got in this huge conversation. I didn't have, there was nothing to get for free of getting rid of a line. So, Uh-oh. but I could have. He was like, Oh, so like he just started making small talk with me. He was like, Oh, so where are you? Are you in California. Oh, it must be so nice out there. And I was like, Oh, yeah. And so I was just, I'm bored. I'm sitting there. So I just like talked back to him. I'm like, Oh, so, uh, you know, the blah, 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 working at Verizon. And anyway, here's the deal. It comes out that he, he, the, the call center is in Tucson. Arizona. Gross. Yeah. And so I go, oh, I had a friend who, uh, it's you, by the way. Yeah. Who lived in Phoenix. Different, I, but yeah. I go, is that close? And he goes, it's like 70 miles away. It's like a good two hour drive. That, that's why I told him. I said, I thought it was like over a hundred miles. He goes, no. Anyway, so then I go, listen, I bring this up with anybody I ever meet from Arizona, which is my friend already moved from Phoenix. He doesn't live there anymore. Mike used to live in Phoenix. Oh, yeah, I used to live in Phoenix. I go, he doesn't live there anymore. But he told me about this place. This- <laughs> I know where this is going. <laughs> this Oregon Stop Pizza. Everybody I meet from Phoenix tells me it's not that big of a deal. Well, let me I- tell, let's pause for one second mm-hmm. and let me tell you what it is. Um, for those of you that aren't familiar with the famous Oregon Stop Pizza, it's not that famous, but it's a pizza place. My mom said, let's go to Oregon Stop one time, Oregon Stop Pizza. And I thought, you know how there's like Chicago style pizza and maybe some other kind of style. I thought there was an Oregon style, like it's, the state of Oregon. But it's, it's awesome spelled, style pizza. It's spelled with an A, Oregon. And it's a, you go and you get your pizza and then a man... There's this huge stage, and a man emerges from the ground playing the organ. And he takes requests, and he does medleys of the requests. So 10 people put in songs, and he takes all the cards. And it could be like Lady Gaga and Little Mermaid, and he will like medley them together. And then he also does percussion with his feet, and there are puppets that play the percussion (laughs) instruments for him. It sounds cool, but it's not. It's like Mike. I failed to believe, and then I saw an article in the news, in the I don't know what news I'm reading, where they showed pictures. Of, it looked a hundred percent awesome. It looks amazing. You told me the pizza's good. Okay, the pe- the food is actually speaking of greasy spoon. Like, there's nothing nutritional about it. It's like deep fried zucchini and like thick buttermilk ranch that they make right there, and it's good food, but it's. I don't know. It just smells dusty and old and creepy. So did the Verizon guy know what Oregon Stop Pizza was? No, he never heard of it. He told me he was going to go check it out now because of me. Uh, I think he was like in an Indian call center. No, he was a white guy. He was like, hey, my name's Kevin. (laughs) Like He was super white. And here's the deal. He had kind of a cute voice. I'm sure he looked exactly the equivalent of me on the hot scale. So it was just two ugly people talking to each other. Imagine the other person was hot. But uh, but but the point, the reason I brought this up is because I'm telling you, Oregon Stop Pizza. It, okay, look, I want pictures of Oregon Stop Pizza. I want somebody to go there. I'm gonna go there. If I, I still to- lived in Phoenix, we could arrange that. But I'm not gonna. I don't see us vacationing in Phoenix anytime. Um, but that's. I kind of had a boring week. That's pretty much my week. How's your week, Mike? Um, it was good. You're 
I have a story to tell you that I don't know if you're going to actually believe it was too crazy. So, well, I was going to tell you, I went to karaoke last week. I was going to tell you that story. But then on Friday, something even stupider happened. I went to, so I live like a around the corner is this gay bar. And I've, I go there, you know, maybe five or six times a month. So frequently, but not like every day. Uh, so I went there and got drunk and... My roommates were there. We danced. We had fun. Um, slowly, all of my roommates went home. I live so close. We walk. So all of my roommates come home. I'm still there. I'm dancing and I'm still getting drunk. And I started. Wait, how did you get there? We walked there. It's so close. Oh, okay. okay sorry. I'm drinking with, I mean, a few people that I've met before, but then there's this guy named Dale that shows up and he's like dancing with me. He's about my age and he's attractive, but not like, I, I don't know. I wouldn't kick him out of bed. I guess is the way you would say it. Wait, his name's Dale. So what's wrong with that? It's a gross name. <laughs> I don't think it's that gross. But anyway, dancing. You would date someone named, this is my boyfriend, Dale. You would Ooh. go around saying that. I never said that he would be my boyfriend. No, but no, but, but, but I, I project into the future. So I would be like, oh, oh, hey, mom and dad, it's my boyfriend, Dale. I don't think Dale's a bad name. Bad name. Terrible name. Go ahead. So we're drinking, dancing, whatever. And maybe around like 1230, I was like pretty, pretty wasted. Like I should oh. go home before I pass out. And Dale's like, well, I'm going to go sleep in my car because I can't drive home. Oh, no. I know. Oh, God. And it's cold out. And I'm like. He's probably not even gay. But <laughs> He's I'm gonna... not even joking. He's probably not even gay. Go ahead. No, I'm pretty sure he was. But it's like. What do you say? Or do you say like, okay, why don't you go sleep in your car? See you later. Yes. I know. I should have. Oh, so. no. No, Mike. <laughs> no, you didn't do this. No, it didn't happen. So I was like, okay, well, I'm like two blocks away. Why don't you just walk home and sleep, whatever. But I, like, I made it very clear. Like, I think I'm ready to just go to sleep. So mm-hmm. we we come up to my room and I we Wait, get is, in bed. Is he, is he hot? Oh, that's right. You wouldn't kick him out of bed. I wouldn't okay, kick yeah. him out of bed. Okay. And, okay go ahead. But like... I'm not going to actively pursue this either. Is he Filipino? No, he's white, actually. Oh. Because um, you meet Filipinos named Dale. I've never met a Filipino named Dale. That's a very Filipino name. Go ahead. So, um, I'm, like, so wasted. So, I pretty much get in bed and go to sleep. There's a little bit of, like, making out a little bit. But I was kind of, like, too drunk to, like, be nice. So, I was, like... I need to go to sleep. I'm like ready to pass out, whatever. And so he made like weird comments like, well, we can have sex in the morning when we're both not drunk. He said this? Yeah. And so I was like, well, you're, I probably will kick you out as soon as the sun comes up. Like you did, you told him that? Yeah. But it was like jokey, but jokey. Ha ha ha. <laughs> even though I'm like drunk and just telling the truth. Mm-hmm. So I fall asleep pretty quickly. And in the morning, you woke up in a bathtub around ice and your kidneys were gone. <laughs> Have you heard this story before? <laughs> no. Close. Close, though. So I wake oh, up. No. Um, he's like, I hear him like putting his clothes on. So he put his clothes next to my walk-in closet where I have a hamper full of my dirty clothes. Okay. And I hear him like putting his clothes on. And I'm like, I just kept my eyes shut because I like... <laughs> I didn't want to have any conversation. I was like oh, fake no. sleeping, like <gasps> me, 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 me. Like didn't want to deal with this. So he gets his clothes on and he leaves. Done. It's like gone. I hear the front door close. He's gone. I go back to sleep and I'm a lazy fuck. So like six hours later, I wake up. And when I get up and start walking around my bedroom, my dirty clothes hamper, 
okay, I'm a fairly clean person. Like things are in order. I'm not like OCD clean, but everything's in order. So my dirty clothes hamper where his clothes yeah, were right You're a totally to normal guy who brings homeless people home. That's right. <laughs> this is Everybody does this. He wasn't homeless. He was going to sleep. Mike, he's going to sleep in his car. Because he was too drunk to drive home. Oh, okay. So anyway. I kept, I kept thinking he was homeless the whole time. No, 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 no. Not homeless. Oh. Too drunk to drive home. Okay. So anyway, well, this, he's not a normal person though. Just wait. So all of my clothes from my clothes hamper, which isn't a lot. I did laundry on Thursday and this is Friday night. This happened and then Saturday morning. So like two days worth of clothes, right? In my walk-in closet, all of my laundry was outside of my hamper. So I'm okay. like, what the fuck? So that just made me very suspicious. So I start like putting him back in and I'm looking. No underwear or is in my dirty clothes. He stole two pair of underwear from me. Dirty used underwear. How are, how are you telling me <laughs> that he's not homeless? Joe, he's not homeless, all right? He was just too drunk to drive. Okay. Yes, he had a corn cob pipe and he kept singing <laughs> Jimmy Crack Corn and he stole my underwear and he ate sardines. I don't think that he was homeless. He didn't look homeless. He oh. just Okay. He didn't. He just was too drunk to drive home, so he said he was going to sleep in his car. He was sleeping in his car because he was homeless. Maybe, but I don't think so. So he stole my underwear, and that's that's my story. That okay. Now I have an embarrassing question for you that you'll probably edit out. Okay. But would there be a reason for him to like? Was there something erotic about your stolen underwear? No, like, there was. I mean, there were just regular old underwear. No, like semen stains or no, something creepy no, like no, that. No, 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 no. Uh-uh. Nothing creepy. Just regular cut, underwear. Cut. I was going to buy some off you if they were. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to be like, all right, I'll give you $5 for each pair. <laughs> well, you'll probably bump into him. See, that's what I think. Like, I go there enough. Do you think he's just never going to go again? Or do you think he thought I wouldn't? Let me ask notice? you this. Let's, let's get away from the homeless thing. Do you think maybe he stole your underwear as an erotic thing? Like, he has... Like, you know, well, he wouldn't fuck me, so I'm going to beat off smelling his underwear. Maybe. I don't know. I mean, either there's That's really- kind of hot. I wish someone... Why doesn't anyone steal my underwear? <laughs> I want someone to steal my underwear. You see, this is this is it. You have... This is the thing you do when you have people who, like, actually like... You're like, ugh, he stole my underwear. No, what no, 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 no. Hold on. So, at first, I was like... I want someone to steal my underwear. When I realized it, I was kind of like... Okay, whatever. If he's a dude that gets off an underwear, it, no big deal. But then he stole my fucking underwear. Like those, I paid for those and I wear those. And they, one of them was a nice pair of underwear. How fucking cheap are you that you are mad that some guy took a piece of cloth that you used to cover your like shit stained ass? You're like, ugh, I pay for that piece of cloth that covers my like poo and pee front and back. Ew. I would be happy if someone stole my underwear. No. If I'm yeah. telling you. I want, Look, anybody out there in podcast land, if you want to steal my underwear, just send me a message, and I will tell you where I live, and you can sneak in and steal my underwear. Thank you. No. See, that's you're, you're pointing out a very big difference and the reason that I'm upset about it. I'm upset because he didn't send me a message, and I gave him permission to come take my underwear. In fact, I put him up for a night, and then he steals from me. That's not okay. 
He wanted a PCU mic. Hey, um, in San Francisco, they started charging for parking meters on Sundays this last Sunday. Did you hear that? Is that, un- is that unusual? Yeah, Sundays were always free for like, the past like 65 years. Parking was free in San Francisco on Sundays. But starting this Sunday, they're going to charge. And the city thinks that writing tickets for Sundays and charging in meters on Sundays is going to be – it's going to generate $2 million a year. Do you believe that? I believe. It. I don't know why they don't name that after Harvey Milk. Well, <laughs> people are upset actually because like for so long they've been parking for free on Sundays. And um, there's news stories where women are like, I never drive my car, but on – Sundays, I will take my car out and go for my errands and stuff because I know that I can park anywhere and blah, blah, blah. But now I have to pay when I go park places. And Look, here's a deal. I've kind of gotten used to people from San Francisco just bitching about everything. Why? Like, I just think that they just bitch about everything. Let me tell you this. This is not my news story, but did you know in Santa Monica, they've already started implementing these um, meters, these special meters? That, um, like, they're already, pa- they're past fucking Sunday. They fucked over Sunday 10 years ago in Santa Monica, in West LA. In Santa Monica, they have these meters now. So let's say, for instance, you have to run in to get the mail. Yeah. Right? At the post office. And you don't want to get tickets, so you'll put in the, you know, 50 cents for an hour. Right. But you you know, it can be at 20 minutes. We have those too. And so it's motion. When your car moves, the 50 cents is gone. Yeah, what the fuck? Yeah, that's kind of fucked up. So then the next person who drives up, it's zeroed out. It's not like they can run in and get their mail on your quarter. Yeah. Yeah, that's fucked. I drive around the city looking for those valley spots. I mean, those parking spots. I've gotten to a point where I don't drive pretty much unless I really have to. I'll take the train pretty much everywhere. Just because I don't want to deal with meters and then finding parking and if i'm gonna go like my office is two miles away if i'm gonna go to the office i end up parking almost two miles away from the office so i might as well just fucking walk or take the train that's the bad part about living in la yeah you have to drive everywhere and park everywhere um so people in san francisco are really upset about this you know it's in the news because it's such a big break from tradition but i'm gonna count how many weeks it is, until you tell me a story where people in San Francisco aren't mad about something. Okay, I will make sure not to do a we're mad about something story. <laughs> no, you can do it. I like it. Cause you know what it is? It's I'm always shocked at how clever they are getting mad about something. <laughs> like, I, I hate that I'm bringing this up. It reminds me, actually, there's this porn star I'm in love with Okay, n- named Calvin from Sean Cody. Ugh, I'm in love with him. Okay, I'm not familiar. Ugh. Girl, I will make you familiar. He'll, I'll let, he could steal my. I'm gonna steal his underwear. He's gonna catch me stealing his underwear. <laughs> but I had thought. I don't know how this relates to this. That I'm all. There's no way that this guy can have sex any better on camera. But I just saw this new Calvin video. He every single time he finds a new way to have sex even better on camera. So you're saying people of San Francisco are the They're, opposite of that. No, they're the, they're equal. They every week they find a way to pa- to surpass themselves at getting angry at things. <laughs> like I'm like, there's no way they can find something new to get angry about, and they they would. They'll get angry about it. Like we're gonna give out free cash. The cash is dirty and it's killing trees. Um, you know what they have here in L.A. now? Well, not now, but I just saw in the news, and I'm kind of excited about it. They're gonna be opening up the senior centers for gay people. Sure. These gay senior centers, which I know, okay, San Francisco already has 10 of them. Right. But 
all and named I, after Harvey Milk. They're all named after Harvey Milk. Everything they're just gonna, they should just name San Francisco Milk. Just get it over with. But uh, yeah, they have one already. It's called Triangle Square. <laughs> this is the thing with the gate. It's called Triangle Square. I'm like, Ugh, can't they just name it like not something gay, like Triangle Square? Are you, are you, are you going to be reminded of it any second? But anyway, they have one called Triangle Square now. I think that's for low income, but they're opening one in a couple of years called the Argyle Apartments. Okay. And it opened in 2014. Okay. Mm-hmm. It has amenities. There's going to be a community room, landscaped common grounds. Does this sound very exciting? Yeah. Children's PlayStation, which I don't know why they would have that as a senior apartment complex. Okay. And outdoor seating. Now, let me tell you what. When I read all those amenities, every single time I kept thinking, like, different places the old gay guys could have sex. <laughs> There's a documentary out about um, Broadway, like a home for Broadway actors. Oh, that must be the most annoying <laughs> nursing home of all time. That must be the most obnoxious nursing home ever. But ever. they, it, I mean, it's a similar issue that they're solving. So, I mean, a home for Broadway actors, the Ugh. majority of the men are homosexual anyway. Um, mm-hmm. but they, I guess, dramatic. they gave up, you know, a part of their life to do this. So a lot of them don't have a huge support network of family. Some people like have separated from their family. So they don't have, you know, the support to help them age and finish life properly. So. These homes are important. And then a lot of the career choices that they've got, they've had, they don't have, um, um, good insurance to help them pay for homes and stuff. So like low income homes like that are, are important, right? I guess. I'm still thinking about how annoying that place must be. <laughs> when I was having dinner with Jerry Robbins once, Arthur Lawrence walked in. He said, Oscar just gave me a hickey. And you're like, uh, Tallulah Bankhead was a bitch. Uh, actually, now you know what? Now that I tell these, I kind of would love it now. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, wait a minute. I kind of want to be there. Well, I think that their activities would probably be fun because they're all like uh, dramatic you know, and super dramatic. Yeah. <laughs> Sing alongs would be great. But then, you know, they, you know, like, they, because, you know, Oklahoma is an old musical. So, you know, there's some old lady there who's like, I was the original. I can't even remember characters' names. She's like, I'm just a girl who can't say no. Like she's still seeing her like ingenue roles, right? And you're like, oh god. And the time that I danced with Lawrence Welk. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Like I call Lawrence Welk kid. Ugh. <laughs> I can't decide if I love it or hate it. It's one of the two. It's a fine line. So now, but basically, I want to live. I think I think I would like to live in a gay apartment, old apartment for old people. When you get older, right? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yes, when I get older. Gay men are known for being like super promiscuous. Mm-hmm. And I think like when you put a bunch of them together, when they do like gay correction camps or whatever, where they try to like pray the gay out of people, mm-hmm. I think a lot of sex goes on. And I would imagine that there a lot of sex goes on at this place too, would you uh, think? You know it does, but I don't want to think about it. It must be so gross. Um, but I have another news story to talk about. Did you see this video? It's nothing to do with LA, by the way. It's just a gay news story. Did you see this video of this high school kid, theater actor, yeah. who came out at the awards thing? Yeah, so cute. Okay. My That's original... All- my original... Okay, so if you didn't see the video, there's this kid who gets an award. It, it was like senior awards, and so he got the award for like the senior class actor or whatever. So he gets up to get the award in front of his school 
and he comes out of the closet and says, you know, I've been acting in plays and musicals, but now I need to tell you I've also been acting in life every day when I act like a straight man because I'm not. And people cheer and it's great and uplifting, but my I could not stop thinking like, shut the fuck up, senior kids in high school. Like oh, they're yeah. talking the whole time. Like he's giving this heartwarming speech and they're just talking. They just like yeah, they because they don't. You can tell they don't even know what he's. They're not even listening to him because right. you hear other people going like shh, shh, shut yeah. up. And then finally he ends, and it's finally quiet. And then they cheer, and then everyone just cheers. But here's what I have to say about it. Okay, look, I'm going to say this. One, yeah, he's a cute guy. Okay. Okay. Two, yes, it took a lot of courage to come out. Took a lot of courage to do that. I'm not taking anything away from this guy. This is speaking again to what I've spoken about before on an invisible podcast that I wasn't even recording or nobody was listening to. <laughs> yeah, in the bathtub. In the bathtub, where I'm when I was stealing underwear, where I feel like the gay community, this is my problem with the gay community, I feel like it glorifies people who do things like this, but only if they're cute. And when gay people who aren't cute do things, they just kind of, not that they ignore it, but it doesn't get the attention that's something that a cute person does. I'll give you a perfect example. Okay, that's what I was going to ask for. Please give me a perfect example, Joe. I'll tell you a perfect example. Who's this gay guy who saved Gabby Gifford's life? What's that guy's name? I don't even know his name. Yeah, I don't know his name either. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. We don't know his name. He, he looks like me with glasses. Okay? <laughs> no, here's, here's a difference, though. He wasn't coming out. He wasn't doing something, quote-unquote, heroic in the name of gay. He did something heroic, period. He just happens to be a homosexual. Yeah, but Ellen dances across the stage and they give her an award. So, like, are you saying does... that Ellen is beautiful? Oh, you're right. No, but she's a celebrity, so that overcomes the beauty part. I just feel like, like for instance, there was that the son of the lesbian. Remember, he gave that speech. Mm -hmm. I don't care about him. Oh, but he happens to be good looking. How come all these people that they like put up for awards and get glad awards and stuff like that? They're always attractive. You never see some ugly schlub, whatever his name was, who saved Gabby Gifford's life. He's not getting any Fakakta award. See, I think I think your argument's flawed. I think I think you're flawed. I think that if well, well, perhaps I could t take this as far as maybe somebody who has confidence in their looks feels confident to do something like this. Whereas the less attractive kid in the closet is dealing with the attractive self-confidence uh, issues plus the gay thing and can't get that far out. But like mm. this actor kid's winning an award. He's already popular and whatever. I think you're apologizing. Like for, I mean, if we're going to go out into the straight world, there's always that big thing that, you know, whenever kids are missing, you never see like an ugly black kid or an ugly Hispanic kid or an ugly kid in general that's missing. It's always a cute kid that's missing, you know, so the media will only play it up if it's a cute kid, a cute white kid that's missing. Yeah. I don't know if that's exactly the same issue. I think that you can't give me good examples of ugly kids doing heroic things that speak directly to like gay or coming out or supporting gay rights and not getting press. I mean, you might not be able to do that because they don't get press. Well, I don't, I, I, that's one good point. But two, I have to do like, a lot of research, but I think the point is because I, what I have to do is I have to find a story where the gay, where gay people went crazy because somebody, I need to find a story, please somebody out there. Three people listening. <laughs> uh, I need to find a story where a gay person that was cute 
did something that had nothing to do with being gay, and the gay press went crazy because he's gay. Sure. Which I'm sure it exists, but I just don't know of any stories of very unattractive gay person doing something that speaks directly to gay rights and it not getting press. Well, that's tricky because they're not going to get press. Yeah, I know. You're going to try and tell me that that gay gay culture is not looks and youth obsessed? No, I never said that. I just don't believe your argument that only attractive gay kids get gay press. Because I think there are – there have to be ugly kids who come out, you know? There have to be ugly kids that come out or do something dramatic like this. And we well, it's just not just coming. It. It's not just coming out, and it's not just ger- being dramatic. It was caught on tape, and it's on YouTube, and it's easy to link to and watch. Well, yeah, because it went viral. But look, how, then, okay, then what? Okay, so it just happens to be that every viral video of someone doing something gay, like this, it happens to be a very attractive person. Like the soldier coming out to his dad, he just happens to be. Super I did not attractive. think he was attractive, though. But I know what story you're talking about. Oh, 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 okay. I see what you're saying. But oh, wait, hold on for a second. Not attractive. He was a ginger. He, he was blonde. Uh, looked red and okay. But he the was point a is, ugly even though crier. You, you don't think he was attractive, but a lot of people. Did. Right. I and I see why. I mean, I'm not saying he was an ugly man. I yeah. just I just was not attracted to him. Well, he wasn't Filipino and still in your underwear. Right. Named Dale. <laughs> that is the worst name. Really? I don't think it's that bad of a name. Anyway, I win. That's the point. Okay. <laughs> What's your week look like? Oh, you remember Celeste from when I lived in Orange County? Yes. She's so, the one that like from, from New Orleans and yeah. whatnot. So Celeste is, just finished grad school in Rochester, and she is flying to Berkeley on Tuesday because she's interviewing for a teaching position at Cal Berkeley. So I'm going to see her Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday of this week. Super excited about that. Was this your humble brag way of saying that you have smart friends? No. She okay. didn't She didn't get the job. Once she gets the job, I Dude, will. Dude, don't be such a negative it. Nancy. <laughs> you have to think positive like she's going to get the job. I will brag at that point. And then also on Monday, I have um, – have you ever heard of Coursera? Oh, is that the online school or something? Yeah. So all my cousin the, just did that. All these universities offer free classes. Um, it's like their online extension classes. They offer for free through Coursera. So I signed up for a class that starts tomorrow um, on uh, audio audio production or something. So and it's free. Like, how can you beat that? Um, I've been mentoring this kid. So one of the things I have to do, I have to, I'm mentoring this kid, and we met. On January 30th of 2012. So we're going to have like an anniversary day that we spend with each other uh, on Thursday. Is the 30th Thursday? I think it is. I think so, yeah. Yeah, so I don't know what – here's the deal. Or Wednesday. I don't know. It's Wednesday or Thursday, but here's the deal. is He's like young and like fit and wants to do things. He's like, we should go for a hike. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> when you say mentoring, you don't mean dating? <laughs> There's like an anniversary dinner. <laughs> It, it, no, I do not mean dating, but it's just weird that um, that it, it, I, I can't believe that it's been a year that I've been mentoring this kid slash so dating him. <laughs> so no hike. What are you guys just going to go eat or something? Candlelight? No, I don't know what we're going to do. He wants to spend he, – he's from Silmar. Do you know where that is? It's, it's, it's this gross, horrible, nothing city in the valley, the San Fernando Valley. He goes, can we spend a day in Silmar? Uh, I don't know what I would do. Like uh, The day doing what? 
I don't know, but I don't know. I'm going to try I'm Maybe I'll go on a hike if it's somewhere like the mall. Can we do a hike at the mall or something like that? Um, okay, here's – okay. I'm going to have a birthday dinner on, I think, whatever the next day is after the 30th. 31st? No, 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 no. But, like, whether it's Wednesday or Thursday. Okay. Um, with my friend Beth, she, it's oh. her birthday, and there's a birthday dinner. I know Beth. Yes, you know Beth, and uh, it's going to be very dramatic. It's me, myself, and these girls. These girls and I get together for a dinner at this Italian restaurant every every time someone's birthday, and we usually land up getting told to be quiet because we tell dirty jokes. And then, but then here's the exciting one. So every year, I'm not, I have not been to this yet, but every year on Super Bowl Sunday at UCLA, these nerdy theater kids. So back in October, these kids audition. For some show, but they don't know what the show is. Okay. Have I told you about this before? No, never. Oh, okay. Listen to this. They don't know what the show is. Then on the Saturday night before Super Bowl Sunday, everybody in the show, the cast, the orchestra, the director, the choreographer, every, the set designers, everybody, they find out Saturday night what this musical is. It's a musical. And it's always a big musical. They go with name musicals. And then they have 24 hours to put it up. <laughs> and so on Sunday night, they put up this tw- musical that they've been working on for 24 hours. So they have to choreograph, learn the lines. They find out what, who got what roles, learn the parts, sing the songs, do everything, build the sets. Everybody has to do everything in 24 hours. And it goes up Sunday night at UCLA. We know I'm not going to be watching the Super Bowl. I don't even know who's in it. I'm so- going to go into that. Why do they audition in October, though? I don't know why they do it so far in advance. I read an article about it online. They do it back in October. I don't know why. Like, I but know they, that they have to get the, the rights for the show and stuff, and that takes time. So it's not like they can maybe just... They, maybe they – yeah, maybe they used what they see to go, well, we can cast this guy in this part, and what kind of show can we put on with these people? Gotcha. Maybe. Sounds like it's going to be either really great or really horrible. So I can't wait to hear about it. So wait, is the Super Bowl next Sunday? Mm-hmm. So it's coming Sunday. Oh, <laughs> Mike, what are you doing for the Super Bowl? I don't know. Well, my roommates actually might have people over. They were really Wait. into the playoff games. Oh, because the 49ers are Yeah, because it's local. And, oh. and gays get into sports if they like understand what's at stake. You know what? That's a good point because there was there is a show still exists. There is a show they should make a bigger deal of and gays and women should love it. I can't remember what it's called. It's on HBO. They do it every August during the training camps. Mm-hmm. And it's a reality show. And the NFL lets HBO go in for the training. They pick a team every year, a different team. And you get to go into the training camps, and they really focus on You see everybody, but they focus on the people who are trying to get on the team. Mm-hmm. And people get, like, cut. It's like American Idol, but for football. So you get to learn their backstory, why it's important they make it on the team. <clears throat> you feel sorry for them when they get cut. Maybe this is their last chance. Maybe they're too old. Maybe they're too young. You know, it's and you hear all these backstories of the pros and the people trying to get on the team and the coaches. Yeah, they need to do more stuff like that. They probably do, and I just don't pay attention. Right. Yeah, so I guess that's next Sunday for me, too. I didn't think about that. All right, well, it was nice talking to you, Mike. All right, nice talking to you, too. All right, I'll talk to you next week. All right, bye, Joe. Bye, Mike. Thank you for listening to another episode of Catching Up. Find a new episode each week at cupodcast.com, in iTunes, or in the Stitcher Smart Radio app. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash cupodcast. Follow us on Twitter at cupodcast. Email us at guys at cupodcast.com. 
or call our listener line at 510-239-7798. Yeah, I mean... Use action to defeat worry and fear. Do something to change what can be changed, and you'll no longer be afraid. <laughs>